Hey, what's up? This is Joseph O'Brien, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Joseph O'Brien. Joseph's latest single, Down in My Heart, is out now. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Jacob, my brother who lives in Florida. Yeah. I have news for you. You probably already heard about it since you're in Florida. Did you see the video? Uh, I don't know what beach it was, but it was the bear that was swimming on the beach yes. in the ocean. It was up in Destin. Uh, Destin. In Destin. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what the heck? There's bears in Florida? Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess There's I didn't. Okay. One, I didn't, I didn't realize there were bears in Florida. Well, okay. Wait. I didn't realize there were bears in the beach area of Florida. And I didn't realize that bears would go into the ocean. Uh, Sharks have always been in the back of my mind. You know, whenever you swim at the beach, you always have that back of your mind, especially the deeper you go. You're like, oh, the water's getting cold around my toes. This is kind of scary. It's a little creepy. And you're like, dude, this is where the sharks could be deep enough to swim. And it's like, now I've got to worry about bears. And then a couple weeks ago, I saw alligators also swim in the beach. Dude, what are y'all doing down there in Florida? I don't know, but yes, a bear did appear. It was like a, I think it was like a small baby bear, but, uh, you just say appear like it, like it was a magic trick. Like yeah. <laughs> woof, it appears. Well, it came, I don't know where it came from, obviously. So, so Florida has a lot of forest. Um, so yeah, that Florida has a lot of, um, forest and I guess they're, they were talking, there was a forest over there in Destin somewhere where it came from, but yeah. Uh, it was a shock to a lot of Floridians because that is something you don't see all the time is a bear in the ocean on the beach in the um, ocean, like in yeah. the ocean, just like, and what was Show getting up. me, I saw the video was that like it swam ashore, like it swam <laughs> to the, like up on the beach and it started walking and people were just standing right next. Like nah. nobody was getting out of the way. It was they were a baby. Filming it, and I'm sitting here like, it, no, it was big enough to hurt he was, somebody, but yeah, I would have been like, a "Baby, around? Isn't there a maybe. mom around?" Like, That's what I'm thinking. Like these people are just like standing there, and I'm sitting there going, "Guys, wh- it's a bear. It's it's not yeah, Paddington. That's a real bear." Like you, you also got to remember the the Florida man headlines. They don't oh, care. that's true. <laughs> Florida man wrestles bear on beach. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was missing right there. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I think lions, you know, like lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. I mean, Florida's horrible. It's like alligators, bears in the ocean, and pythons in the swamps or whatever. You guys got some some scary beasts down there. Our guest today is Joseph O'Brien. His dad, Michael O'Brien, pop singer christian ccm artist from the 90s and if you look at them side by side you would swear that joseph is a clone of his father because they are pretty identical looking especially the early pictures of michael so yeah we talk about uh his music and what he has going on check this interview out hey well today we have joseph o'brien with us joseph thanks so much for for joining us today Absolutely. It is my genuine pleasure or uh, what Chick-fil-A people would say, my pleasure for sure. 
My pleasure. That's right. We're a Christian podcast. So listen, my pleasure. We'll <laughs> hey, go with that. Come on. Uh, so, man, we've been we've been enjoying. Okay. Well, first off, right off the bat, let's just get this out of the way because I'm going to do my best, Joseph, okay. to not call you Michael. <laughs> um, so let, let's. We just got to get this out of the way because I'm not we even were as literally close, as tall as he is. Like I'm way shorter. You can't even. Mistake yeah, but me. I'm just looking at you. Yes, but, man. Come on. How are you <laughs> not the same person? How are you not I the know, same person? I know. Yes. Right. Is that like, really it's, you? It's, it's creepy. It's <laughs> wait. I gotta like match that pose. Can you like put that back up? I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll it. put it up there. Yeah, it's yeah. Like let's a little bit match to the side, and then here's the. the yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I'm gonna do my best, all right? Because literally, that I'm like talking today with my brother, and I kept calling you Michael, like the whole time. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, so like word. Michael, and he's like Joseph, and I'm like, <laughs> let's try not to do that. But so let's get that out of the way <laughs> ahead of time. That is okay. I I honestly I'm uh, honored. My dad is amazing. He raised me, so I have a lot of respect. Yeah, for we were him, talking. So. <laughs> yeah, we were talking um, earlier too, and I said, man, I remember this Christian music festival in Louisville, Kentucky called Joy Jam. And I remember bumping into your dad. We were actually, me and my brother, it was wow. like in between bands or whatever. And your dad was standing in the line to get a hot dog. And he turns around with his no hot way. dog and he's like, Hey guys. And we're yeah. like, Hey, can you sign, can you sign our <laughs> shirt? And he's like, yeah. And so he signed it. And oh, it no was, way. it was funny because I'm pretty sure I was wearing a shirt that had his name on it or something. And so he no turns way. around and he's like, Hey, and we were like, kind of, and I was like, Oh, you're the guy that was singing. Cool. Uh, <laughs> wow. yeah, but that was fun. That was fun. That's we still so talk cool. about that. Did y'all mm-hmm. grow up in Louisville? We did. Okay. Yeah. I went to school in Louisville okay. for two years. What's cool? So, oh, cool. Where at? Uh, Boys yeah. College, B O Y C E. It's like that Southern Baptist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots of, lots of friends there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lots of That's friends awesome. there for sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So we've been, uh, so, uh, like moving on from your dad. We're, we're fans about of you your as well. <laughs> and so we've been watching you. <laughs> yeah, Enough about your dad. It. Let's move on. Um, but man, we like I, I, we talked a little bit before we hit record, but like we enjoy your content online so much. Mm. And uh, as as many people do. And that's kind of where I got introduced to you uh, was your reimagining of like, I don't know, like I can only imagine mm. or like a VeggieTales yeah. song that you kind of turn into a banger. Uh, and, and it's awesome, man. We, we love it. And on my youth group, it's always fun. Like whenever you put something out, like the kids in my youth group will come and they'll be like, did you hear this? And, uh, so it's cool. You're, That's you're so making cool. us all excited and uh-huh. coming out the new stuff. But, uh, what's, what, what, what is your, like, when you're like, I'm going to reimagine whatever song, are you just like, I guess what's that process look like? Like, are you. Like um, I grew up listening to this song, so I want to make it something new. Or are you just kind of rolling the dice and seeing what happens? Honestly, yeah, I think it's for me. I just like creating content, and I like being, you know, I don't know, just like throwing random stuff at the wall, seeing what catches and not. And yeah. uh, I, I'd always have like, because I always have these ideas of like taking older stuff and then like recreating it, like it was in modern day. So like Veggie Tales, that's how I got big on TikTok. Actually, initially, is I was like. What if VeggieTales were like made? This was like peak COVID, like right when COVID started. I'm like, what mm-hmm. am I going to do with all this time? I literally have so much right. time. Oh, yeah, I should totally take VeggieTales <laughs> songs and just update them because that's what everyone needs to do or needs to hear. Um, and so because I got big on Inst- or TikTok, not big, but like because I developed a little bit of a following on TikTok, I was like, I should do that for Instagram at some point. I just was always too nervous because a lot of people that I knew personally followed me on Instagram and I didn't want to look like a dweeb 
on Instagram. I was like, okay <laughs> yeah. with looking like one, like a doofus on, on TikTok because everyone looks like a, a doofus on TikTok. Um, but yeah, I never had the guts to do it on Instagram, but now I'm like removed from college and I feel like a lot more free. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to own it. Yeah. Veggie details. Here you go. And, uh, it was kind of the same thing with like, I, I want to do like, um, dive by Stephen Curtis Chapman, some other songs that are kind of in like the pot right now. Yeah. Um, it was actually a little nerve wracking though. And honestly, like it was kind of confirmed, but like when I released that, I can only imagine video. I kind of had this feeling that there were going to people uh, be people who were really upset because, you know, I, I okay. took this like, you know, this ballad something super powerful and then just like put a pop beat behind it and so sure enough i got like several comments they're like i can't believe you've done this you know like it this is, <laughs> this is not sacred this is unbelievable you've ruined this song for me it's a oh, no man. for me it's ridiculous so i don't know why i put on a british accent but like that's just what has happened the critical that. voice in your head sounds like right yeah that's exactly it's just very condescending you know um but you know <laughs> people are always gonna like find a reason and here's the thing like i feel like the the message of the song is still intact why am i ranting right now but the message of the song is still intact it was just really a creative idea and anyway, sure as, as long as yeah yeah but i think you're ahead, you're James. no no that was, that was it. you're, it's cool because you're tapping into like that whole nostalgia uh for i guess i don't know my age i don't know mm -hmm. how old you are but like yeah. i'm in my mid-30s so when i hear like man, that we grew up. VeggieTales was our life growing oh, up, and yeah. and all of the you know that content, and then uh, Stephen Curtis, obviously, and then Mercy Me, and so it, yeah. it's fun for us to hear like because I think the first time I saw it, I read what would I can only imagine sound like in 2023, and I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta listen to this, <laughs> and it's it's I love it. Like for me, it's cool. It's like, but I think you're you kind of have. I mean, I think you have like a a younger audience because you're a cool guy who's hip to the beat. Oh. But then you got like us old guys too, because I know I said hip to the beat. Hip to the beat. I love and that. I do it on purpose because it makes my kids cringe. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, like you're a young guy, so you got the young audience, but then like us older guys, I guess, uh, really enjoy it too, because it's cool to see what you're doing with what we grew up listening to, man. Mm. It's, it's fun. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, especially in the Christian world, like, you know, I grew up on veggie tales and, do you guys like watch Bible Man and Three Two One Penguins as well? Yeah. You can you go back and listen to a few episodes prior. We talk about Bible Man with so many artists we have on here. No it's not way. even funny. Oh yeah, my Yeah, we gosh. bring it up. We bring it up we, often. To did do you actually that, uh, it's hilarious. The trailer that came out for it, like the dark trailer, it was like a it was a spoof, but there was like yes, a Bible Man trailer. It's hilarious. I up. It was so we interviewed uh, oh, Kate, so Kate Thompson a while back, and he was clueless. Yeah. He was like Bible who? We're like, oh man. Yeah. No way, he didn't know Cade. Who. That guy grew up like Mad Shelter too, <laughs> just like me. And he doesn't know, know what right? Bible Man is. They had fights in it. He wouldn't allow to watch That's it. Unreal. So, <laughs> I'm just. Oh, so he was like that sheltered, you know. <laughs> but as soon as he got off the phone with us, he looked it up and he was like, "How have I not known about this my oh, entire my life?" Oh my word! I feel so, <laughs> so bad for him. I feel like maybe maybe that's that and salty. Remember salty the songbook, you know. Actually, I have no idea what that is. Salty? It's the creepiest Salty. thing. Yeah, we're going. This is this, this is deep. This is deep homeschool Christian stuff right okay. here. Okay. Yeah. No, this is good stuff. I need to be. It's like a. It's like a dude dressed up in a uh, red back hymnal, but it's blue, and his face is blue. Oh, salty! Like yes. a P S A L T Y. Yeah, P S A L T Y. Yes. Okay, so I've heard about salty. Don't like. I think I looked him up once, and I was like, "This is." It weird. is kind of creepy I ain't about it. Yeah. Because I didn't grow up on it. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I do. I am aware of salty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, That's so whatever funny. songs you cover, just if if you choose to cover this one particular song, do it in a way to where people don't cringe. But uh, Christmas shoes. That is Christian music guys are our least favorite Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can do that legally. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, like spiritually or legally. I don't know if I'm. I have the actually capacity thousand to foot do that crutch one. did. A that few would like back. that cause World War Three in the church for sure. <laughs> that that would be that would be detrimental. Also, my dad would kill me. He'd be like, "What are you doing? Like you're just why? Yeah, like you can't do that." Although he doesn't like the song that much either. Honestly, he he always thought it was mad cheese. But also, like it's you know, yeah, it's sad. It made a whole movie. Well, Joseph, how did you, um, let's go back a little bit. Let, how did you get your start in the CCM world? Um, honestly, it just was my dad, like growing up with my dad, a new song. Like I just consumed a lot of Christian like music. Like I was huge, a Reliant K fan, huge Hawk Nelson, Switchfoot, like all the above, like, or even just stuff that was on the radio. Like my mom used to put on Christian music. Uh, and sometimes like when we got in the car and she put on like talk show radio stuff, like I'd like cry because i wanted to hear christian music like i was whining in the car because like please turn on like 97.1 or 88.7 so uh it was like pretty apparent that just from a young age i had always had an interest in like christian music um but i didn't really feel like called into it until i was probably like 11 or 12 because then god started giving me like songs to write um and those were the like it was i never wanted to write like love songs or stuff that would like be kind of like a secular crossover it was always just like mm. ministry driven um mm-hmm. and because of that i just knew i was like okay so like god's put this calling on my life but i played tennis so i was like well maybe i'll be a like singing tennis player i don't know we'll i'll try to figure it out um and pioneer uh, pioneer yeah something exactly new. right uh so i eventually just uh found that music was what i was most passionate about what i was putting the most time into um and i was like i guess i'm gonna full send this and then here i am on the christian Woo-hoo. music guys podcast trying trying to do my best and uh and at some point like that was a really quick flyover but at some point you were like you went on america's got talent and like how'd that happen was that like uh tell us about that yeah i mean i grew up watching like youtube clips of america's got talent so i i always assumed like i would maybe try out one day and I, i i think i was like 20 or 21 at the time and i was like yeah why why not like i can drive like i could probably try out you know like i can sure you know just even get to the to the venue and i was like i'm old enough that i could survive something like that so i literally just signed up on a whim I didn't even really tell my parents until like the the night before I was like, Hey, tomorrow I'm going to go audition, get up early for America's got talent. And they were like, Oh yeah. Okay. Good luck. You know, (laughs) it was not, none of us (laughs) thought anything of it. It was like, yeah, sure. Like you can go. Um, but then like, just like doors kept opening. They kept asking me to do more songs when I got there. I mean, there was like 15, 20,000 other people there. And you know, over the course of the day, it's like 50 to 75,000. So I mean, little on me, it's in music city. I'm like, there's going to be like way better people than I like am here. Um, but yeah, it just was, you know, meant to be. And, and, uh, yeah, I just kind of kept walking through that door until ultimately it shut, you know, at the, the quarterfinals, but honestly it was a great experience. And, uh, I, I definitely learned a lot because I was, again, I was super sheltered, like homeschooler. So going to LA to like meet all these different kind of people with different backgrounds, like people who weren't Christians. <laughs> like, Whoa, you know? <laughs> Whoa how do you wild. not believe in this? You know, it was like that. 
it was it was blowing my mind because I just grew up in like intense Christian bubble. So, which you know, how do you not know who Bible Man is? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like or Veggie Tales. Like Veggie Tales is like universal, but like there were some people who were like no, I no yeah. idea. You know, never heard. You mean talking vegetables? What? Yeah, and they they're Christians. Like yeah. what? <laughs> so Simon Cow, um, you did this British accent yeah. earlier. Uh, <laughs> how was it? How was he? In- <laughs> what? What you talking about, bruv? What you talking about, bruv? Was you nervous <laughs> performing in front bruv. of Simon because you know he? Yeah. Oh, who isn't? Yeah, he he's uh he's an intimidating guy. They actually he did some uh, I probably can talk about this. It's been it's been five years. I if I if I get sued, like uh, whatever. But like, uh, <laughs> he uh he like insulted me on TV, but like they cut it because it, it wasn't a good enough insult. <laughs> He uh he basically here if I can remember this so okay. I like I sang my song right and then he 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 he's like I like you I like you a lot Joseph um but like you kind of remind me of the when I walk into a wine bar and there's someone singing that I don't <sighs> care about like you're that person I Man. don't care about I was like that's like first of all just dumb like that doesn't even that's not even witty yeah, that doesn't I was make like no I, sense yeah I know how's that constructive how's that even criticism? Yeah, I know like, I was it doesn't like, apply he like, usually comes up with those things like on the floor everybody booing funny but yeah he. Yeah, they everyone was like, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought I didn't do a good job because I was sick and I uh I was so nervous that I, I kinda I kinda was like ready for him to say something really bad. But when he said that, I was like, that just doesn't make any I don't know. What I remember Howie Mandel. But then he You're said like, oh, something. Thanks. That totally I, I got that. Thank you for that advice. I'm gonna yeah. I know exactly what to do Super now. Super good Thank critique. You. I'm gonna go to a wine bar and make sure I'm that person you care about next time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah I remember how he mentioning something about you being nervous, you know, and yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was definitely, I was definitely pretty nervous. I, I dealt with intense stage fright for the longest time. I, I would say even now I still deal with it, but just, it depends on what I do. Um, anything in Nashville, I get super nervous about because it's like the industry, you know? So anytime industry people are there, like even my own label, or management, like I feel like I have to like prove that I'm like good enough for them. I'm like, I, right, yeah. I want to show like, hey, you signed me, and like I know what I'm doing, and so those end up being the ones I'm like really right. scared about. But yeah, you just re- repetition. That's what I've always heard. You just got to keep doing the same thing over and over again until you're just like second nature about it. So, <clears throat> so Joseph, your your latest single, "Down in My Heart," uh, tell our listeners mm. um, the story behind this song. Yeah. So, uh, funny story. So how I wrote this song. So you guys know, Kobe, my, uh, my best friend, uh, his, uh, he, we do a podcast together, but this is when we mm-hmm. were pretty much first friends. This was probably last year in February. I had booked a right. I had double booked myself. So I got up in the morning, I drove to Nashville, had a right with a friend that was more just like, it was kind of like a local, like we were buddies and like, we don't usually like schedule rides, but it was just like, Hey, let's just write. So it was very chill. And then I'm in the right at about 10:20 in the morning, and then I get a call from Kobe. He's like, "Hey, man, so like, I'm at the writing room right now with Christian, and like, you're not here. Like, what's up?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And and you know, this was like a label scheduled right, so I was like, "Bro, I have to like go." I I mean, I could have bailed from Kobe's right, but I was like, oh, "I probably should go to Kobe's right. That was scheduled by Goatee, so like, I need to like do that." So anyway, I um, I hop. I hop in my car from Nashville, go all the way to uh, like 30 or 35 minutes away to uh, Franklin, Tennessee. And 
I was kind of just in a not in a good mood that day. Like I really wasn't. I was like, I don't want to write a song today. I honestly, I can't believe I drove 35 minutes to be here. And I kind of want to write a ballad. And I walk in and there's this beat like, like it's like an 80s beat. And I, I literally like almost threw up. I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, <laughs> like I was so angry. I was like, ah, oh, like this is dumb. Like I don't want to write a fun song. Like I'm not in the mood for that. Uh, so I sit down in the right and they've already kind of gotten, you know, a vibe going. And the, 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 the beat, I was just like, okay, like, I don't know what this sounds like, you know, cause it was a right designated for me. And I was just like, my God, joy, joy, joy. I was, and, and, and they would thought that was kind of sick. I was like, that's the VBS song. I'm like, we're not doing that. That's weird. And they're like, no, like it's kind of a vibe though. I was like, okay. So then we chased that for a little bit and kind of just like, the idea of taking this VBS song and modernizing it for like my generation um, and, and making the verses really cool and the production hit. And uh, yeah, I think really it's weird. Cause when we first wrote it, I was trying to go for Christian radio and the song has kind of taken on this like new meaning for me where it's like, um, I just want people to experience like the everlasting joy that Jesus provides, you know? And uh, like, we could wake up tomorrow with like, I could wake up tomorrow with no voice to sing, no possessions, no roof over my head. But if I still have Jesus, like I have a reason to be joyful and like get up in the morning and like, you know, life doesn't like life still has meaning even without all those other things that the world like promises, uh, you know, promises us, which ends up being like fleeting happiness. So it's like, it's, it's uh, a song that I sing a lot as a kid. And I mean, I screamed it out all the time and it's like, okay, that's like what this, that's what the heart of this is. It's like, I've got joy down in my heart. Like I've got this thing that can get me through the toughest of trials because like, I know it's, it's, uh, you know, it, we're not living for the pleasures of this world. We're living for something like better. Um, so that's kind of how the song came to be. But I, I always think it's kind of a funny story that that right wasn't really supposed to happen. And I'm so glad it did because, you know, if the song, it's good. The song's going to radio in June. So if it ends up doing well, it's like, wow, like who would have, you know, Providence, right? It's like, couldn't have. That's awesome. Now, did you ever get to. Yeah, we talk with so many people who. It's okay. I'm sorry, Jacob. (laughs) As I said, we talk talk with so many people that have that same kind of experience where it's like, it seems like in those moments where um, things aren't necessarily the greatest, whether in your heart, your attitude or whatever, that God takes those moments to kind of make something special out of it. And yeah, I think that's there's significance in that just in how our God um, makes beautiful things out of stuff that aren't so beautiful, you know? Mm, so true. Yeah. Did you it's ever good. get to write your power ballad that you wanted? Uh, I actually yeah. hate writing ballads. They're dumb. <laughs> they're, they're so hard, especially for co-writes. I've, that's what I've noticed. It's way easier in CCM. If you have a co-write to write something happy and peppy because you don't overthink it as much for me, like I've written ballads and co-writes, but they always end up sounding like too generic or not something very like personal. Um, so I've, I've noticed for me, like if I want to write a ballad, I got to write it by myself because that's what's, you know, then it feels like it's actually coming from like my like my head and the insides and the groaning of my insides. That sounds weird. Um, but (laughs) whereas, yeah, again, (laughs) co-writes, it feels like it's supposed to appeal to like a mass market. It's like, how do we make something that like everyone, you know, enjoys? Um, and I just feel like ballads kind of lose their punch, you know, but people are, some people are good at doing it. I just, me personally, I writing ballads is kind of a, that's a tough thing for me to do in a co-write. But so, yeah, I'll, I'll try to come up with one, you know, every so once in a while, if I'm in the vibe or if I'm in the, the sad, the sad mood. Yeah. I was about, man, I was, I'm so excited. You just said 
the word vibe because I was about to say it's not your vibe, but I was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to say that. Ooh, I'm too old. Yeah. That's not a word that people use. You know, vibe is, to... is a good word. Also, I didn't think y'all were like in your 30s. Like when I hopped on this call, I thought for sure you were in your 20s, like 25, 26, oh, like yeah, kind of my age. Man. Well, I'm yeah. 35, but I have four kids, so it's more like 45. You have four kids. That is four amazing. Kids. I grew up yeah, in a family yeah. of four. I had three siblings, so yeah, four kids total. I only have two. Awesome. So. Awesome. Yeah, man. We were a big family. We're five. We're five wow, siblings total growing kids. up. We're... What's that like? Mm, That's got to be yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> have kids, yeah. they say. No. <laughs> you, you know what's you know awesome? It's, it's, it's funny. Like, you get you, – they say, like, you want to know about God, get married. God will show you so much about himself through your marriage. Mm. And that's true. And then they say, have kids. And you'll learn about God. I've learned so much about God <laughs> from having kids. Well, just like I'll say things to my kids. Like I'll be teaching them a lesson or I'll say like, hey, this is why we don't do this. Or just instructing them on common sense things or just like life skills. And I'll say something. And in that moment, and Jacob, you've experienced this. I mean, being a dad, you'll say something to your kid. And you're like, oh, that's what God wants for me. And that's mm. what he's been trying to show me. And it's just like. And and it's funny because my oldest is almost 12 now and it still happens. Mm. Like I'll still have those moments where it's like, hey, you know, you're almost a teenager. These are things you need to think about. And it'll be like God's like, you're in your 30s <laughs> and you need to think about these things. You yeah. know, it's it's but it's cool. It's cool, man. so cool. Wow. I'm sure it'll help your songwriting. Oh, yeah. No, I should be a dad. I probably should find a girl first, but like I would love to be a dad. Yeah. That's an great. important step. There, Yeah. There's a process yeah, there. There's, there's a like process. a whole yeah. Yeah, list of things to knock out there first. Yeah. yeah. I kiss dating uh, goodbye or I kiss, I kiss courtship goodbye. Is that what we're It's dating goodbye. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> Um, hey, so we like to, anytime we have a, some, an artist on, to reach out to our fans because we're, we're a podcast, you know, for fans. Yeah. And so we'll ask our fans, hey, we're going to have this person on. Do you have a question for him? And so uh, we have a guy, Steven, actually in Des Moines. Oh. He wants to know the story behind uh, your song. Oh, where did I go? Oh, take your time. Sorry, I was trying to read where I lost my place. Yeah, take your time. Uh, yeah, Stephen from Des Moines. That's sick. We were uh, in Des Moines. Wants to kind of know the story behind Take Your Time. I was in Des Moines two nights ago. That's so weird. Is that for real? Yeah, yeah. Well, on the Stephen Curtis Chapman tour. Oh, yeah. Oh, just that's so it in. cool, man. Yeah. Maybe he he was probably there. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he was there. Oh wait, you know what's funny? What Stephen from Des Moines? <laughs> it it was it? It was. He's not from Des Moines. Was it? <laughs> Was it him? His spirit has entered the room. <laughs> He's everywhere. Oh, He's diving in. Gosh, that's funny. Uh, take, yeah. Oh, wow. That's good. What a glorious unfolding of a pun there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We just all did one. We're such we're such nerds, but it's okay. It's Stephen Curtis Chapman. It's a great adventure. Um, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, we just got lost in the flow. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, take your time. Uh, that one was just, I think. Uh, I came in with the beat, and it, this was written uh, by um, it was me, Jordan Sapp, and Paul Duncan, and I had brought in a beat. And this is the weird thing about uh, songwriting is like, I wish I could say, oh yeah, we had this like idea of writing about me struggling as an artist, uh, especially with God's timing and all these things or whatever. Um, but a lot of the times when I write a song, I mumble, and then people will pick out like something, you know. Like, I think when I came in, the beat was like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, 
telling them I kind of wanted to sound like your time. Like I said time. And then Paul Duncan was like, did you say take your time? He's like, that's kind of sick. And so we just followed the vibes like the youngins would say nowadays. And we we're we're just trying to figure out what this song could mean. And then all everything to me, like the song becomes a message for me when we finish it. So it's not like I come in. Sometimes I come in with a heart. I'm like, okay, like I want to write about this thing. But sometimes I like I have no ideas. And so we have to like try to figure it out. And I loved how like it ended up turning out to be this song where it's like, my word, yeah, as an artist or even as an individual, you like have these dreams, you have these aspirations and like God, you're like, what are you doing right now? Like, I feel like I'm just stuck in this like zone right here where I'm just waiting on you know you to do something. And it just became a song about almost like tr- just trusting the Lord in that process, but enjoying the process of uh, and, and just resting in the process that he's got you. He's got your futures. He's got plans for your good and, and to prosper you. And, uh, that doesn't always look like the way we want it to. And for me, like I wanted to write a song also where it's like, Hey, I might, I might not be a Christian artist one day. Like I might not be able to like make a living doing this, but like, I know that I'm called to music ministry in some capacity. So it's like, God may take his time to show me that I need to like be a worship pastor or, or even just sing at local, uh, I don't know. Uh, ministry outlets or like local bar scenes to share the gospel. It's like, you just don't know. All I know is like, I know where God's called me and what he's given me to do. And it, now it's my job to hopefully be humble and just follow where he leads, um, be diligent and do what I need to do and knock on doors. But he's the one who, you know, opens them and shoves me through sometimes, you know? So I know that was a little bit existential or not a cryptic, a little bit cryptic, but that's, uh, that's kind of the heart behind the the, the song and the story behind it. Yeah. Um, what does your writing process look like normally? Because I, I mean, I, I guess I'm always just astounded by like when you did that whole two weeks of writing a song every day. Mm, yeah, uh, I'm like, how do you? I guess I was kind of blown away by that, but yeah, because honestly, you you hear that and you're like, okay, he's gonna have some that kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. But man, every single one of them, I'm like, did I could hear that on the radio? Like, yeah. it's it's. Uh, Thank so you. what's that process? Is that was that? Did you really do it every day? No, I didn't do it. Or every did day. you have those stacked up? <laughs> <laughs> I had them stacked up from from uh, many months of like demos <laughs> and things that I was like, okay, so I need to like get some stuff going Just, on my Instagram. So I was like, I got this nice camera. I was like, I should use that. So like, it. I'll do yeah, this thing where sure. it's like a song a day. Um, yeah, I wish that I, I I as soon as I ran out of songs. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I literally like on song 15, I think I, I still have some songs in the bank, but with traveling with Stephen Curtis, like things just got too hectic and it was just hard for me to keep yeah. up for that, that long. So I had to, you know, cut it off at some point, but it was a really good thing to get my channel going. Um, and I, I got an inspiration from a guy on TikTok. Uh, I forget his uh, vault boy. And he did the whole thing about posting a song a day. And I was like, that's genius. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. Like, I want to do that that's except cool. with Christian songs and see like what happens, see if anything catches, you know, fire or whatever on the internet. And, um, but yeah, I mean, my songwriting process, like it looks different every time. I think I, I'm such a melody guy. So I will always compose melodies first and I'll, I'll sit on the piano or, you know, guitar and then just kind of like write a, a vibe. I keep saying vibe. Uh, I'll just get the idea of where I'm going. And then I, I do produce too. So I'll try to get some kind of beat behind it. And then uh, I'm a stickler about lyrics, but I'm not really good at writing them inherently. Like it's, it's hard for me to like 
lyrics are like a puzzle you know i have to like figure out like what i'm gonna do because melodies just come easy i'm just like oh yeah that feels good that feels good um but i i don't want to write generic lyrics so it's terrible because i'm not great at lyric writing but i also can't just like write what comes to me naturally because what i what comes to me naturally is not usually very like cool it's usually you know like all the christian cliches or something like that so these words rhyme yeah spiritual (laughs) you know play day gray it's like all that stuff so if i if i uh if i was my mom i'd be such a good writer when it comes to lyrics because she's got like vocab down like she has so many different words Mm. so i have to like go on thesaurus.com look up like words that are related to others and then rhyme zone oh my gosh i love me some rhyme zone (laughs) go to near rhymes and then you just like try you scroll through until you find that one word you're like that's what i was (laughs) looking for which is kind of lame, but that's just how it goes, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Well, now you can just look up on chat GPT, man. That's so true. Songs there. Yeah. Hey, write me a good song right. for Christian radio. <laughs> Boom. That's actually, yeah, chat GPT is, is scary. I, I don't think like you could ever get like a finished song from them, but you can for sure get a good start. Like, hey, that's a video idea. Hey, this worship song came from chat GPT. Boom. Throw I, that up I there. actually thought about doing that. It. Yeah, that was it. That was in kinda, my head. It's kind of in right now, yeah. there, but you know, it's, it's, I'll send you a cut whenever the, I make uh, that video. I, I'll send you a cut the, of the proceeds. The newest thing, you know? I don't know if you've seen it, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, um, it was someone shared it on Instagram and it was a link to a YouTube video. And um, apparently they have the technology now with the AI stuff where it was a Michael Jackson song, but he was singing oh, the weekend, one of their songs or something, but it was Michael Jackson's voice. Yeah, the like, voice. Yeah. I'm like, that the is AI crazy. Voice, yeah. And so now they're taking all these dead people and making them sing. Songs. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I haven't seen it too. I just saw, you know, you know that song Golden Hour uh, that's like big on TikTok. The one that's like, um, it was just two lovers sitting in the mind. Yeah. Uh, they put oh SpongeBob gosh. singing that and it was <laughs> uncanny. It was actually kind of freaky. So, yeah, the AI stuff is getting out of hand. Some blurry line. There's like lines being kind of like, because then who gets royalties if it's their voice, but that's it's not true. really that. I mean, it gets it gets super complicated yeah, at that point, right? It does. Yeah, my even brother well, Joseph. Oh yeah, go for it. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Man. Oh, I was just gonna say my brother's super into technology. He uses that guy who does like trailer voices, and he uses his AI mm. like model to like do his own videos. So it's it's everywhere. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm not techy enough. I have to YouTube something to figure out how to do it first, and I'm like, how do how do you do this thing on YouTube? <laughs> uh, how do you Photoshop this? So anytime we have a first-time guest on, we like to ask them uh, their favorite things. So we, we do this little segment where we'll ask you what your favorite thing in a certain category is. It gives our listeners a chance to know a little bit more about you. All right. Sir. And so we'll start with an easy one. This is where it, it can be fun here, too. You know, sometimes um, when we get into some of these other things like ice cream flavor, it can be divisive. Just Ooh. a heads up. Are you, sure you wanna okay. Are you sure you we'll want to go, go here? Are you sure you want to go here? We'll go Christian TMZ. Oh, no. uh, so favorite, ready. but we'll start with an easy one, like always. Yeah, <laughs> Christian TMZ. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite food? Favorite food? Oh no! Oh no! Where is this <laughs> leading? Where is he leading me? <laughs> yeah. Right. Anything uh, Bobo Man eats. All right. So I. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. Anything. Uh it's like kale. No. So I think my favorite food, if I had to pick, I grew up on this thing called Chilligetti. 
You guys ever heard of chilligetti before? Chilligetti. You take. Some, Is it like spaghetti or you, chili with spaghetti in it? It's literally just like you pour chili so on top of spaghetti line. noodles, sprinkle some cheese on there, and it's yeah, it's. My mom could make some mean chilligetti. It was really good. Either that or haystacks, which is like a super like um, quote unquote Seven Day Adventist thing. Uh, my mom grew up Seven Day Adventist. We're, we're not Seven Day Adventist anymore, but uh, it's it's like basically if chili was a salad. So you like put on chips like Doritos, Cool Ranch, um, you know, chips at the bottom, chili on top, lettuce, sour cream, cheese. It's like this, uh, I, you know, they kind of do that walking in the bag, right? Taco like the, or walking nachos. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. street tacos, walking <laughs> street, tacos. Yeah. yeah, or walking, yeah, whatever that is. It's like we do that on a plate, and that's super good. So haystacks and chilligetti. So I guess chili is like kind of up there for me. If it's and we did vegetarian chili, like not not like mm. real meat chili, straight up. So like not real chili. Yeah, just straight up soy chili. <laughs> we just loved it, and that's what we grew up on. And uh, uh, yeah, that's that's probably my favorite. That that soy chili. Cool. That just soy chili all the time. It's. <laughs> It's so it just brings up that you know that nostalgia, man. Do y'all have a favorite food? I'm kind of curious. Or do your listeners in our area know what your favorite uh, food is? I think so. Probably okay. uh, Mexican. Food. I could eat Mexican oh, every day. Okay. okay. Where are y'all in Nashville? Where are y'all uh, located? Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, you're still in Louisville. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, Jacob's in Florida now, uh, but Chris and I are still in in, in Louisville. And my wife's from Mexico, and I lived in Mexico for a few years. Oh, I wow. worked with the church down there, so cool. Mexican food for me is just like it's. I grew to love it living down there. Louisville so. had a place called El Mundo for a while that I loved. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's still there, I think. Oh, is it still there? Okay, yeah. I think so. Bardstown Road. Oh uh, yeah, Bardstown. Was yeah, that there's also yeah, another yeah, Mexican yeah. restaurant. You guys probably haven't heard of it. It's underground, but I I went there like all the time. It's called Taco Bell. You guys know about Taco Bell? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's fire. Yeah, straight up fire. Two cheesy bean and rice burritos with a double-decker taco. The Chipotle chicken long. burrito. I would get that. And you're out under $10. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That That is an underground spot most people don't know about, but it's it'll. if you haven't had it, I'd recommend it. That's sure. right here. If you're in Louisville, if you're in Louisville, check out Taco Bell. Okay, you <laughs> if you're listening to Taco Bell, you can sponsor Joseph, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would if Taco Bell sponsored me. I'd probably just be like, "That's it. That's all I need. Like, I'll retire." I'm it. No, no, see yeah, you later, guys. That, that's all I ever wanted. So, <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Um, probably Interstellar. If I had to pick, yeah, I love Interstellar. Most Christopher Nolan. It's a movies. thinking movie. It is. It's not as thinky as Tenet. I don't know if y'all ever saw Tenet, but that one was very thinky. I feel like I have, but I can't remember. Yeah. What about Inception? Yeah. Y'all like Inception? Yeah, okay. that's such a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good one. Uh, do you have a favorite show that you like to binge? Yeah, I like The Office. I know it's kind of cliche, but it's uh, either that or VeggieTales. I'll still get down with some VeggieTales now. Joseph, ninety-five percent of know? the people that we interview, their answer is always The Office. Ah, oh, so I'm <laughs> no, not that I mean different? a lot. I mean, there's Dang. several that have other shows, but normally they'll say a show, and then they always say, and then there's always The Office. Like, I mean. Okay. Because, yeah, it's kind of like the underlying, like, okay, yeah, I watched this, but yeah, I mean, and of course The Office. Like, that's just okay. like, yeah, of course. And, and of, course. of course The Office, you know. Yeah. I've been watching Severance recently, and that's been good. Um, but The Office is my yeah. comfort show. It's just e- easy to throw on an episode and then to feel really good. And laugh. So, yeah. It's true, yeah. yeah. Do you have oh, a uh, favorite artist of all time? Oh, yeah, Coldplay, hands down. Nice. 
huge Coldplay. Uh, we mean fan. like uh, we mean no. like painting artists. Oh yeah, uh, like not <laughs> Michelangelo. I don't know. Da Vinci is he? Is he a? <laughs> You painter? Yeah. Well, 95, 95% of the people we have say Da Vinci, so there we oh, go again. Hey. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll say somewhere yeah, different. Who's the guy, who's the guy that uh, Van Gogh? Yeah, I don't like any of this stuff, but I'll say it just to be different. That's funny. So. Van Gogh. Well, the only reason, I, the only thing I know about Van Gogh is he's redhead, because when you have red hair, um, there's not many famous people that you can be like, oh, yeah, that's a famous redheaded. I mean, we have like Ronald McDonald. You got Sheeran. Uh, Right? Ed Sheeran now, yeah, but that's more recent. But like growing up, it was Carrot like top. you had Ronald McDonald, um, Carrot Top, the comedian. What about which the guy from Lucky Charms? Great. He's he's redhead. Yeah, see there you go. Yeah. Anytime you had a famous redhead, it was like someone that was crazy. So <laughs> whenever I found out Van Gogh, Van Gogh was redheaded, I was like, oh, Vincent Van Gogh was a redhead. Cool. Well, we'll claim him. And then I found out he cut all. He went crazy and cut his ear off and stuff. And I'm like, oh, great. Never mind. <laughs> we don't want him. <laughs> Red the redheaded head, community so. was like, we'll pass. <laughs> it's <laughs> tough, yeah. It's tough, yeah. <laughs> we'll pass, give 10 to the next person. <laughs> Do you have a dream duet? Uh, like with the female Anybody. or just any artist? With any artist. Maybe your future like wife. I don't know. I'm just... I mean, I would take a future. Yeah. If y'all know who my future wife is, that'd be great. You could let me know by the end of this podcast. Um, yeah. I think I have to do someone that I feel like is in Christian music because that to me feels actually attainable. Because I would say Chris Martin from Coldplay, but like I, I, like it wouldn't make any sense if we did a song together. Let me text him real quick. Yeah. Y'all could do Veggie Tales um, together. Don't. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, he'd be down for sure. Um, I probably I probably say Matt Teeson mm-hmm. from Reliant K. He's 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 okay. uh he's probably my biggest lyric inspiration yeah. in CCM. Um, and yeah, he's he's a genius. Yeah. So probably probably Matt Teeson. Um, I actually have a story you brought up Reliant K. So there was a music festival years ago called Igthus in Kentucky, and Reliant okay. K was performing one year, and Toby Mac was supposed to close that night. And or no, not Toby, somebody else. Anyway, there was a tornado warning that happened, and they were singing. I think they were singing Sadie Hawkins' dance. They were right in the middle, and a guy came up and whispered it to one of the guitar, the, the guy that plays the guitar. And Matt looks over, and you could see his face like shaking his head no, and they just stopped playing the song. And you could tell by the weather, it's like gonna just all hell's about to break loose. It's about to pour and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They whispered into Matt's ear. Matt's like, okay, we have to go. And everyone's booing. <laughs> uh, we have to evacuate. No. Yeah, let the tornado We have come. to evacuate immediately. It's like well, a tornado at that coming. time, lightning started to come. And, of course, musicians can't play in the lightning. So they hit. They got off stage. Yeah. And sure enough, I mean, everyone like had to go underneath their cars or whatever. And you saw tents flying in the air. Tornado never touched down. Da- yeah, tornado no never way. touched down. But I will always remember Reliant K performing, and then oh, we have to stop right in the yeah. middle of like one of our biggest songs. <laughs> yeah, we're y- y'all are y- y'all all were singing deathbed at that <laughs> yeah. moment. You know, it's like this is my deathbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is yeah. your? F- I was singing. Uh, I was singing. Actually, well, never mind. I was gonna do a, a Reliant K pun with that, but what is it? We'll uh, finish it. Go for two it. Run- two lefts don't make a. Or wait, what yeah, is two lefts, but uh, don't I make a right this. by three do. But three do. There we go. Yeah, yeah, in a tornado, you're making all kinds of left turns. It's perfect. 
Nice. Do you have nice. a favorite ice cream flavor? I do, actually. Uh, brown butter almond brittle from Jenny's is really good. Oh, I love that you're specific. Like, I love it when people come in super specific with that one. Like, yeah. this location, this flavor, and they're open till that's nine. what I am. <laughs> some people are like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah. But when someone ever, whenever someone comes in, they're like, Dallas, Texas, the corner <laughs> of first and the first, you know, the quarter of first and olive, and you go into this place. Oh, so you're I saying love I'm that. still not different because I said something everyone else says, which is something super specific. I'll ah. say vanilla. If that, if that means. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying that vanilla is what most people say. I think. Oh, but really? Like, okay. I love. I love when people are specific because okay. it's like, yeah, you actually do have a favorite flavor. I love flavor. ice cream. Like, ice cream is like one of my favorites. cookie dough. Oh, yeah, cookie dough. Yeah, yeah mm, cookies yep. and cream. No, it's, it's, it's brown Did butter. You ever, you were in Louisville. Did you ever check out Comfy Cow when you were here? I think I did, yeah. I, I went to Comfy Cow. I actually, there was this weird pie place I went to a lot. Uh, that Homemade was, pie yes. and ice cream kitchen. Yes. That is I killer. went there all the time. They have good stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, it was so good. I used to get their cherry pie, and I would, I, they'd ask, they're like, hey, you want to yes. eat it up? I'm like, absolutely. Did you ever and eat their, is it pie if it's not they warm? They had a caramel apple pie and, with like caramel on top, and then they had this homemade cinnamon ice cream. Oh, mercy. It was so oh, good. Oh, I should come up there right now. You guys doing anything tonight? <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, we'll, we'll, we'll keep them open. Yeah. Oh my God. Cool, man. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast? Ooh. Well, obviously, Christian Music Guys podcast, but also. First try, that- man. First try, did it. Perfect, wonderful. I th- uh, if uh, what I, else you listen to? I was going to say podcast. I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. I, you know, like Kobe and I have a podcast, but uh, yeah, as far as listening to one, I'm trying to think here. I was put on to this one podcast. Um, oh, dang. It's a music podcast. That's why, I was, again, I'm not, like, huge into listening to podcasts. But sometimes if I'm on a long long road trip, I'll listen to, like, true crime podcasts, like a mystery, like, murder stuff, which yeah. I don't know why I like that. But then there's one that's, like, a, one that's, like, behind the song, like, Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. Like, it's it's all about how the songs were created and the process of it. But I forget what it's called. But it's it was a really cool podcast that my, one of my um, A&Rs put me on to. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a huge, huge podcaster. Um, and what, well, what's the name of your podcast? It's called the Kojo Show. Uh, the Kojo yeah, Show. Kobe, All Joseph, right. and we, we decided to yeah, call it the Kojo Show. So we <laughs> got it on YouTube, Spotify, like all the all the above. And we we kind of just like y'all, like we well we don't interview anyone, but we just talk about Christian music and life and cool. kind of just like you know other other yeah. various things, but um, the, theological awesome. topics. It's, nice. it's a good time. You were, I mean, you were a voice student, so I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I can talk theology uh, if someone harps harps on me for it, or like is harping me for it. I I'm not as big into it as I used to be, just because I feel like for a while I did it because I was trying to like stand out and be like kind of annoying about sure. it. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, I still I still love to talk about uh, deep theological topics if someone is like, all right, let's do it. I'm like, all right, here we go. Do you have a favorite Bible verse? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good ones, which is crazy because it's the word of God. You wouldn't think there'd be that many good ones, but there's a lot. I know, right? <laughs> um, I think if I had to pick though, Romans 8, 28 through 30, most people just say Romans 8, 28, but I like what follows afterwards, which is just like, you know, uh, all things work together for the good of those who love him. And then it goes into like God, like, uh, 
like his plan and and how it was his plan all along i don't know it's it's it kind of just sovereignty but also um just god's wanting to conform us to the image of his son like you know i think is really is really good and then he's doing it whether we sometimes feel it or Mm -hmm. not you know yeah, it's so good, man. Well, you mentioned sovereignty. Let's get into some theological stuff now. Yeah, no, so like Calvinism, <laughs> right? <laughs> Calvinism, am I right? Wow, wow. <laughs> let's, let's go there. Have you heard about uh, my Lord and Savior, uh, John Calvin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's so funny. Like, I I have so many friends at Boyce and Southern, and uh, yeah. sometimes, well, you know, we talk about stuff. We get interns at our church from there, and uh-huh. and we'll have conversations, and I'll at, we'll ask a question, or something will come up, and I'll go, and I always like joke around and I'll be like, oh, do you have an answer? Or do you need to Google what John Piper said first? <laughs> yeah, like, I always like, hey, the amount of times <laughs> that I go to desiring God for answers, that's actually, it's really sad. It's a thing, right? You, you it's literally called me out. I'm that guy. I'm be like, I wonder. I was like, I'm not really sure about this, but let me see what desiring God says. Yeah, let me see what desiring or God says. Or got questions. No. I go to got questions a lot, <laughs> you know. It's awesome. I mean, I mean, I love being in Louisville because you have the seminaries and you, you, I find myself in all these conversations and it's, it's always awesome. I love it. Uh, So Joseph, what's next for you and uh, like what you got coming up and how can our listeners keep in touch with, with you? Um, well, uh, there's nothing. Well, I actually, I don't know what's coming up for me. I, I, we do have the song going to radio in June. So that's exciting. Um, down in my heart and we'll again, see how that does. Uh, we're trying to, we were for a while doing a song a month. So we started in February, uh, did February, March, April. We're going to take a month off in May, but I think we're going to start releasing stuff again in June. Um, just digitally, nothing for radio. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get married and have kids in like the next couple of years. So that's kind of coming up. I don't know when that's going to happen, but you know, that'll, that'll be on, that's on the agenda and, uh, pretty much nothing else. I, I'm, I'm pretty like, um, but pretty sporadic. I'm not a big planner when it comes to my music. A lot of the times it's very like just mm-hmm. again, spur of the moment, especially with my creative content. I'm like, I need to make a video. So I'll make the video and then post it the day mm-hmm. of. And it's, you know, we'll see how it does. And so I like that though. It keeps, I feel like it keeps people on their toes a little bit. Like, you know, cause I'll go two months without doing anything and people are like, what's going on. And then I'll just like drop a song and they'll be like, Whoa, like he didn't even yeah. do any promo for that. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, that was <laughs> the promo. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. To wrap up, we'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life, maybe even recently, that would help build our listeners' faith. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, I think that over the past couple of months, I've... uh, really uh i'm a big people pleaser and i'm consistently working on it because it's uh it's just difficult for me to uh sometimes make my own decisions like uh especially in music like uh all the time i'm just weighing other people's opinions more like i just i'm always trying to get other people's opinions like i do like it do you like it do you like it and you're in this consistent pattern of like uh, trying to please others rather than honestly just please your one true love, which is, you know, Jesus. And so um, that leaves you just incredibly exhausted all the time and disappointed too, because you'll put your faith in people that even can be an encouragement for you. And, and then they come up short and what sometimes they'll say to you um, or even systems. It's like, oh, I'm under a label or I'm, I have a management. I have all these people that are supposed to like 
in a, in a sense, quote unquote, do all the stuff for me. But at the end of the day, it's like, they can only do so much if the Lord is like holding you back from something in a sense, or not holding you back, yeah. but like his timing, he's, he's waiting for something to drop, kind of like take your time. So I've just really, I've had to learn to like, um, st- it's hard because you you'd have to value other people's opinions and what they have to to say because you know there's like in scripture it's like you want to listen to your brothers listen to your sisters but like i can't i've just learned that the lord is is like hey you have a calling you need to walk in it and you need to be confident in it without being arrogant and just know that it's like at the end of the day it's in his hands and there's nothing that i can force my way into and there's nothing um and as long as uh yeah again i'm gonna be ranting but like I've, I think I've just been growing in uh, in in confidence, actually, because I used to be just very self-deprecating uh, all the time. Like, I suck. I'm the worst. God, you didn't give me any gifts. Like, why am I not as successful as this other person's? Probably because I'm terrible and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it just, when you say that to yourself over and over again, it's just, you know, you just put your, I mean, you're honestly discrediting God for what he gave you. And you're saying, God, you're not good enough. Like, you know, you're like, you're, you don't know what you're doing because you made me this way. And so, um, I've just been, yeah, growing and, and accepting that God has given me a gift. And, and though I may not be as, you know, lyrically talented as Matt Thiessen or have the voice of Chris Martin, he's given me a, my gifts uniquely for me in a way that's going to ultimately glorify him, whether that's in front of 10 people a hundred people, a thousand people or however, however many people he decides to put me in front of. It's like, I just got to walk faithfully and uh, do what I know I'm called to do. And when you kind of like accept that, it's like, it's easy to look past like other people's like opinions and like, oh, well, in order for you to be successful, you got to do this and sound like this. It's like, no, it's like, I know what God's given me and the gift and he's given me a taste and actually like inclinations to do stuff for a reason, you know? So if I want to hit a flat seven in my my song or if i want to hit a specific chord then i'm like i love this chord it's like then it's okay like let's go for it but also valuing other people's you know it's a balance everything's a balance but i think i've been learning to balance more because it used to be all just like okay well whatever you say goes like i don't care what i think like i could hate it but if you think that it's good i guess i'll do it you know so uh yeah, I think that's something I've been kind of trying to grow in. That's more of a musical thing than maybe uh, a specific faith, but I feel like that can even uh, spread across into other things too. Um, like your, your just even your personality, like accepting that God has made you with your personality quirks and that, you know, uh, you're not supposed to be a carbon copy of everyone else, you know? Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question. That's a good man. Yeah. I mean, and it just shows you, I mean, God cares about the details, right? Not just the big spiritual things or the big lofty, like it's those, it's those, the small details that matter. And and like you said, I mean, that applies to many areas of your life as far as trusting him, knowing that he's, he's not made a mistake. And, um, and so, yeah, thanks for sharing, man. We really appreciate it for sure. You bet. And, uh, and thanks for joining us today, man. We, we really love gotten, getting to talk with you. And uh, hopefully we can uh, go hit up uh, either Jenny's Ice Cream or Comfy Cow sometime. Comfy Cow. I'm down. Again, I don't know if you guys are doing anything tonight, <laughs> but American or whatever the pie yeah. company is, we could go there. Yeah, homemade pie. Hit up Joella's. Listen, I don't know I, if that's still I have there. a couple of my youth group students. Yeah, Joella's is still there. Oh, I got a couple good. youth group students that work at the Pie and Ice Cream Kitchen. Oh, okay. So I got, an insi- I got an insider. Okay. We, we, they can hook us up. And okay. you're uh, so a plan. You're reimagining songs you could always 
do one of your dad's songs. You know what I mean? Like, um, I could. No one would know what they are, but they did. <laughs> oh, we'll terrible. add that part out. No. <laughs> no one my age. No, yeah, yeah, no. Y'all uh, would know, but no one my age knows any yeah. of my dad's songs. That, that, not that I know right. of, but but I, I I might do it. I've actually thought about actually like not just cutting one for Instagram, but like cutting one of my dad's songs like on an album where like I re like I to, to me that's more special, you know. Well, thanks for listening, and thank you, Joseph, for chatting with us. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Check us out on our website, ChristianMusicGuys.com. There you will find our latest blogs and can catch all of our episodes. Please be so kind if you are listening on Apple. Rate and review our podcast. It's greatly appreciated. And now you can follow us on YouTube at Christian Music Guys. Thanks so much. See you next time.